This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Manny Navarro covers the heat for the Miami Herald, and he joins us right now on the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. There are truly steps beyond convenient. Manny, thanks for taking the time to come on today. Anytime, guys. How, uh, how are you holding up, Frito? Uh, <laughs> they're trying to talk me off the ledge. I don't know if you saw me on Twitter or Facebook last night, but I, w- I was going a little crazy. Tell me 2-1, man. You'll it's, be all right. <laughs> Let me ask you this. The Heat won last night 107-77. to How much stock do you put in preseason results, good or bad, as a precursor to the regular season? I don't necessarily look at the final score or, or the, I guess, the, the difference in the score and say, okay, this Heat team is a lot better than I thought they were. I, I, I sort of focus more on, the style of play, the way certain guys are playing, the way they look, if they're comfortable in the system. And and right now what I see out of this Heat team is that they're very comfortable and very happy uh, in the style that they're playing. And, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Spolstra is playing the style that he wants to play. He wants to play this up-and-down, up-tempo style with a lot of guards, with a lot of speed, with a lot of athleticism and a lot of three-point shooting. And uh, basically, right now, everybody's happy and playing the way that they want to play. Spose said that this that these results aren't indicative of how the team will play in the preseason. And we've talked, you know, we talked last time, Manny, about him not wanting to commit to a rotation or anything based off preseason. But he's got to be happy with this, right? Like, this is going better than anybody expected? Yeah, I mean, when you put this many new guys together, I mean, you, you expect it to be a train wreck, right? I mean, it, it, it's not easy to get guys to sort of buy into uh, your system and especially a bunch of guys on one-year contracts or two-year contracts with you know with an option so many of these guys could just sort of look at the situation and say okay i'm going to get mine and not worry about this whole team concept and winning but right now it's sort of a happy marriage you know it seems to me like all of these guys are sort of happy with their roles and i think part of that is because those roles haven't been established yet you know spolster sort of hasn't gone to wayne ellington and said okay wayne thanks for everything you did but you're the 11th guy in my rotation deal with it uh he hasn't you know gone to james johnson and said okay uh, you're only getting 15 minutes a game so i i think right now everybody's happy we'll have to see what happens once the season starts and, and guys settle into their roles and if they're still happy and still being team players after that uh, Man, you touched on your your article here. What the what's real article about who the last sp- roster spot might come down to? Bino Udri, Briante Weber, and Rodney Rodney McGruder. Uh, and you mm-hmm. said that you were kind of surprised that McGruder kind of is a dark horse here that might not be to be between the point guards. Do you think there'll be any other surprises, like anybody that we might n- think is uh, safe but isn't safe? Well, I mean, ultimately, I guess if the Heat sort of fed up with Josh McRoberts and that whole deal, they they could always cut him and, and just say, okay, we'll pay whatever's left uh, over the next two years and, and deal with it that way. But that's still a decent amount of money that they owe him this year and next. So, um, But that said, I mean, if they really like one of these young players, if they, if they like Magruder uh, and they like Weber and they want to keep both of them, I mean, that's an option. 
Um, you know, I, I think Ben Oudry, I think he's definitely on the chopping block. You know, he did the heat a favor last year, sacrificing that money so that they could get under the, the luxury tax. He's getting $1.4 million guaranteed, so I wouldn't be surprised at this point if Ben O gets cut. Um, that said, um, I think the only other guy that could be cut or, or released would be McRoberts. That, that would semi-surprise me, but not entirely, just because I think maybe they're sort of fed up with this injury issue that he's been dealing with since he got here. Manny Navarro joins us, covers the heat for the Miami Herald. One of the things you talked about in, when you posted your article today was Tyler Johnson. I know it's very early in the ball game, as you said in your posting, but it sounds to me like he's if he's called upon to be a point guard, he's thus far much more prepared this year than he was last year when Dragic went down. Can you talk about his early evolution into that role, if necessary? Yeah, I mean, he's got 14 assists and only one turnover this preseason. And, and really what you're seeing out of, uh, Tyler is that he's comfortable being in that second unit and, and sort of telling the guys who are in the second unit what to do and where to go. You, you sort of begun to see it more and more now, sort of this leadership angle to Tyler Johnson that we didn't see. I, I think, uh, you know, he, he said it last night and he said it again today at practice. He's fine coming off the bench. He sort of likes being able to come in off the bench, see what the other team is doing, have a couple minutes on, on the bench to be able to see how teams are defending, what what their game plan sort of is, so he can come in and and it helps him sort of be sort of at an advantage, knowing how to sort of attack a defense. And so uh, he's doing well so far. You got to give him credit. Um, but again, once the games start, once teams start game planning, once they see the Heat rotations, once they start figuring out what Spolster is doing um, with this lineup of new players, then I'm sure it's going to get a little tougher. And we'll see what happens when when they face some adversity. Manny, I want to go back to something you said just a second ago uh, as regards to Ben Oudry. Do the Heat owe him? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, he gave up the money he gave up last year. I mean, it was, what was it, $90,000? $90,000, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's getting $1.4 The thing with Ben O... And, well, but do they owe think, him just being on the roster, right? Oh, well, you, you mean as far as being on a roster? Mm-hmm. I, I mean... Benno told me he wants to play another three or four years. He's, he still thinks he's got another three or four years in him. The problem is he's got that foot injury, which can be troublesome. He looks a step slow. He's 34 years old. I don't know that he's necessarily going to get picked up by any other NBA team. You know, one thing with Benno I wanted to add is just he, he wants to be a coach and, and get into sort of the NBA front office. Maybe, you know, if they cut him as a player, they promise him a coaching job down the line or an opportunity. Uh, once he's done, and I, and I think that's a definite possibility. Benno's got that sort of leadership personality. I think he'd be a pretty good coach in the future. Well, but how hard is it to to continue the the Heat reputation if they do cut him? Given everything that's gone with Dwayne, with Chris Bosh, right? Like all these promises coming back, does that continue to chip away at the reputation if they do cut him? Um, maybe in some people's eyes, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a different situation just because he's thirty four. He's older, like I said, he's injured. You sort of have a get-out-of-jail-free card because of that. And, uh, you know, Benno wanted he wanted to start playing right away at the start of this preseason, dealt with a back issue. That's something new for him. He hadn't had any back issues. So I, I sort of feel like they might be able to get away with it. They, people won't necessarily look at it like, man, they did this guy dirty. I think they, they sort of understand that Benno's on the, on the declining part of his career right now. Uh, Manny, you, you talked to Goron about the trade rumors and – he seemed to be really happy to be here, but he also understood that he could be traded if things went south. Uh, did you get a feel that he was surprised by that, or were you guys bringing it up to him? Or he, he had already known about that. 
Well, he told me that I guess he had some friends from Slovenia that were that were hitting him up on Twitter and and, <laughs> and were sort of messaging him and, and texting him saying, "Man, is this true? You're getting traded to Sacramento?" All of them were freaking out, and he's like, "Look, guys, I don't know. I you know, I, I think the thing with Goran is he he's finally happy here, and you know, as much as he tried to put on a happy face playing with Dwayne Wade, and I think genuinely he liked playing with Dwayne. Uh, you, you get a chance to play with a Hall of Famer; it's, it, it's special for any player. But I think now he knows this is his team. This is his style. This is the Goron way. And when they signed him, this is what they told him they were going to play, you know, this up-tempo style that, that spread the floor and, and allowed three-point shooters to do work. And so he sees this as an opportunity to really have his career take off. And, and he really, you know, every time I've spoken to Goron, when the cameras aren't around, he, he sort of looks at me like this happy kid, like, man, we're going to be so good. People don't know how good we're going to be. We're going to be better than everybody thinks that, that we are. And, and so uh, he's excited by this. And, and I asked him today, I said, you know, who's going to be the all-star? Does, the, does this Heat team have an all-star this year? And he said, yeah, I think, I think Hassan and I can both be all-stars. So, uh, you know, that's the kind of expectations that he has coming into the season. So getting traded, uh, that's, that's not in his plans. He does not want to be traded. It seems like eventually Deion Waiters is going to be coming off the bench and perhaps anchoring that second unit. I love when people talk about themselves in the third person. You tweeted out, <laughs> you asked Deion Waiters if starting is important right now, and he said, quote, I can't answer that right now. At the end of the day, it's not about Deion right now. <laughs> I love when yeah. guys do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing with Deion. I mean, Deion's been about Deion his entire career. and Part of the reason he came to the Heat was to stop being about Deion. And I think right now, again, I, I go back to everybody's happy. Everybody's sort of getting a chance to be themselves and, and Spolsch is letting everybody play these different roles and, and find their way. Once things really start get going and guys are settled into roles, will Dion Waiters be happy? I, I don't know. I think he wants to start. I think Eric Spolsch wants to start Josh Richardson. I think he sees that as the best situation for this team. Josh is one of the best three-point shooters on the team. He's a great defender. He can defend starting caliber guards in this league. Uh, I think ultimately Dion's best role could be as sixth man leading that second unit with Tyler Johnson. And, and so will he be happy with that? I don't know. But right now he's putting on the right face. Manny, one more for you. The Heat closing up preseason with back-to-back -back games. And if I, if you had to finish this sentence, over the end of the preseason, the Heat need to figure out blank. Well, they need to figure out what they're going to do with Josh McRoberts when he comes back. I think they know what they're going to do with Josh Richardson. At this point, you've kind of got a four-rotation set up. Um, so I think they want to figure that out. They want to figure out the 15th man. Uh, is it, you know, do you cut McRoberts and, and, you know, leave two spaces for two young guys. I think those are sort of the issues maybe that they might be thinking about here as, as the preseason wraps up. Manny, thanks for taking the time to come on tonight. We appreciate it. Anytime, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.